This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Eden's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi. Welcome to ENN. On Kiwi. Ray Rowe. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. Or like to say good evening to Donna Michael. I'm feeling a vibe. It's gas. And, oh, so that's a clean day. And it's good evening to Don. Peter doesn't make a living of making flapjacks. And go- know, Where was that from? Earlier today when he was talking about the disrespect that I received from oh, Dave oh, and Rick. Yeah. I'm saying he's, he's, he's a history... Um, he has a history of morning radio. Thank you. I'm a historic, I'm a historic team. Uh, history Former franchise. Um, good evening to myself. Yeah, he loved getting full frontal grassa. Can I can I get actually Anthony? I don't think Michael heard it. I think Michael would like the, my description yesterday of Gross's show and Larry and Gordon's show. The new nicknames I came up for both shows. Michael, Michael, tell me this doesn't ring bells. Well, listen, I love getting Lago, but also love myself some Dagra. Wow. We also discovered a drop, Michael, that should be used almost on a constant basis that literally was not used since 2019. Yeah, we rediscovered it. The Revenge of the Nerds music that we used to play for baseball uh, analytics talk. You remember that? Yeah, I do. And, uh, and also, my breaking down baseball hasn't been played since pre. There was a couple that were swallowed up by COVID. Missed that song. Now, if you are late to the program, I am. Why? Why would you be? I, yeah, it's just it's shame on you. It's, but I don't want dumb is what it is. Yeah, that may be true. It was a mistake. But again, I'm not like the caller, Phil. <laughs> I want to forgive and give our listeners who made that mistake the opportunity. For amends. Amends. And you missed the back and forth with myself and DiPietro and Rothenberg. What happened? Why hadn't they responded to my text message? Is it about what was said in the message? Is it about the wedding invite or lack thereof? DNR responded to me today on the program. Read Peter's text and I responded... I didn't respond on purpose. Yeah, so How same about that? Me. Yeah, because what he put in his stupid text was obnoxious and embarrassing. Yeah. Is what it was. So take that. The- I got a great idea for the show. Yeah, give a, you a great, I'll give you a great idea. idea. You jackass. <laughs> is what it was. It really was. Hi, guys. It was insulting. It was a terrible idea. And he should be embarrassed. And I prefer a second text. I know nothing. Where he should take that text and shove it right up there. Yeah. That's exactly I prefer that right. one. I should have liked that one. You know what? He's right. That's right, man. Shove it right, right up there. <laughs> right up there. Called you a jack A. He called me a jack A. And it really, Don, you could hear the anger no. and the embarrassment part. He really he called that's me. That's why we don't think it's a work because no, it's not a work. Clearly, you could hear the anger in Dave's voice. I'm not sure whether Rick's along for the ride or whether he is as up, upset, but clearly Dave is. But they were not in 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 co- cohorts when he sent an individual text to each of them. So the fact that Rick no 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 they it, were was, oh they, it was a, it was double text it was a group text oh. Yeah, but they, I mean, they weren't with each other when it was sent, so they probably texted each other and go, can you believe this Jack A who, who actually thinks he could tell us what to do on the show? Can, can you, by the way, though, you talk about hubris. That's the hubris. Wouldn't that be the hubris, Don? Yeah, I'm with you. 
Like that would be the hubris. Listen, why I love you, you, but you, you're the hubristic one here. Why wouldn't the thought just be, oh wow, he listens to the show and gave us some feedback? Cool. But you insult. You essentially insult. I can't tell you what what Peter said in the text, but you insulted both of them. Don, can you help me out with this? I made a suggestion to right. the show that in no way suggested either one of them do anything differently. No. I just suggested something that I thought chemistry-wise could be cool for the program. And it's a compliment to somebody else. Again, we don't want to give a lot of detail. But it was just an idea that... By the way, by the way, by the way it, should, it should be noted. A compliment to somebody else who I know they both think highly right. of. So, and I was in lockstep with Peter. We were kind of discussing... How any any show, I, I, Pete, Michael, we've always been involved in this. Just we love, the, I love this station. I was the first voice of this radio station, and you're going to be the last. Um, you know what? In a perfect world, you're right because I love this place, and I've seen people come and I've seen people go, and I feel like who are the people you've seen come? Excuse me. You said you've seen people come and go. Tell me some of the people you've seen come, and some of the people you've seen go. He's what do you mean? He's seen them all. <laughs> Really? When you're the first to hire, Michael. But let me, can I call a 20 here, Don? Go ahead. Yeah! So, again, we're, we're lifting the curtain just a little bit. A little bit. Lift it up so and show it to me. how did we feel when the great Tim McCarthy said, oh, by the way, we're bringing in uh, Peter Rosenberg? Did we feel good about no, that? No, 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 no. Did we feel good about we it? We didn't feel good about it, at least the way that it was presented to me, where it was, how would you feel? I said, I didn't like it. And then Tim McCarthy <laughs> said, there's the a door. Whack. He said, don't let the door hit you on your But butt. the original thought, when they said, how about bringing in a third person? Now, we, we disagreed. I wasn't insulted. We were like, no, I think we could do it ourselves. But we weren't insulted. We were just, we didn't like how heavy-handed it was that it's going to be Peter. But before it was Peter, there was going to be a third person. Fix and there that. always was a third person. But, 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 but we weren't insulted by the idea that the radio station was trying to make the show better. Yeah, but that was that was the powers that be. Peter is just another all one. The like, reason, all though. the more reason. All the more reason. That's all the more it's reason. It's a colleague. That's all the it's more reason. Equal. I think this is it. irreparable, Peter. I like a lot of guys. Well, if it's irreparable, it's on them. Because it can't, I'm telling you, because I was with Peter. All right. Now, if they want to get mad at me, they can get mad at me. Now, I'm not sure if if I would have texted them just because sometimes it lacks the well, tone and context so. of an actual conversation. Saying. Yeah, nuance. But it came from a place of wanting them to do well, wanting the station to do well. That's we're, right. We're very listen. Their show is great. I listen to their show. It's fabulous. I love these people. And just as our show is fabulous, but if if, a, if Alan Hahn came to me and said, "Hey Don, do you ever think about blah blah something blah something on the I wouldn't be like, "How dare you!" Even say, well, "Our show is perfect." No, I'd listen because I respect Alan's opinion. So that's I respect why... him as a colleague. So it comes down to the fact that that the 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 wrongdoing here is that they don't respect Peter because if because if it was suggested by somebody they respected, I'm sure they would have received it much differently. And that's who really the victim well, well, here is yeah, Peter I, for you. being disrespected. Uh, thank you. I think I think you could be right that they don't respect Peter. Now, if I had texted them the same thing, I think they have the utmost respect for me. But they would probably have angrily called me and go, "Who do you think you are?" I don't, so think they don't that, want to no give way. Peter that. So, no. they so you're saying you're saying they would call you and argue with you. They have so little respect for me. They just ignored the message. Exactly. Mm. Well, listen. I am here to say this, and I, I don't want this to be offensive. I'm going to state something factual. I know more about being successful in morning radio than they do. 
I'm and not, that can't even be disputed. I'm not 26. I'm 43. I've been in the market. I've survived the market completely changing. I've been up against a behemoth in the morning myself and beaten that behemoth many, many times. I'm just saying, I'm not saying redo your show. I'm saying this is a cool idea that I think, based on my knowledge of the market, of sports talk, and most importantly, of morning radio, I think this would be worthwhile. I hear their show quite a bit. These are my thoughts. They don't like you. That, that's, all, that's the only way to take it. They don't like you, and they don't respect you. It's a double whammy. It's an exacta. And how do you feel about that? That they don't like him? Yeah. What bothers him? Peter's my friend. But I also I also understand them being upset with that text. I do. I I take Peter's side. So if you're asking me to choose sides, right, look at that. I think he's growing. Said it. He's growing. Peter but, did it with good intentions, but I can understand why they right. feel the way they did. See, that's where you kind of lose me. Uh oh, you want commitment again, don't you, Don? Well, it, it because to react that way. He had no response. They didn't react at all. Not like they they cursed him out. They didn't react react at all. Because they knew that if they reacted, they probably would have said something they regret. But you know what I would have appreciated? I would have even appreciated, hey, thanks for the advice, Tim McCarthy. Like, sarcastically mock me for giving them advice. Okay, uh, no reply whatsoever. I I think it's just very, Peter, I hate to say this, I don't think they like you. But no reply, but there certainly was a reply this morning. Yeah, because we brought it up that there was no reply. So rather than just leave it out there, they replied in their, the way they did. Listen, I, I'm not going to apologize. And I'm, I'm always... No, no, hold on. Well, I'm not apologize. I apologize if the fact that the message coming across text message seemed blunt or in any way disrespectful of their show. Because that was not the intent. Was A lot of people apologize, and when they apologize for intent, it's a cop-out. That's Don, in this case, that's all I can apologize for, is to say if it came out otherwise than it was intended, then I would apologize so, but for But you're, you're giving that hackneyed apology. But that, but in this I case, apologize that, if, in fact, I offended you. But that's it. That's all they can get in this case is the hackneyed apology, because it wasn't offensive. It was not offensive. But to them, it was. Th- then that's why they get the, if I offended you, I'm sorry. It, it wasn't offensive. So you don't think you did anything wrong? No. I do. I, I, the only thing I can say is maybe they view it coming over text as it was harsh or heavy-handed. And if it came across that way, yes, for that, I'm sorry I made you feel bad feelings. But the fact of the matter is, if in fact they just think me giving advice is worthy but, of being angry yeah, about, that's on them. The that more, is not on me. That is on the them. The more I think about it, the casualness of the text should downplay it. Like when you thought... The, you know he, what? I should look at the actual text and show it to you. Let's but, see what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, because like, like you said that he, the, the audacity that Peter showed sending that text message. So what, is he supposed to take him to lunch? Wouldn't that be more... Yeah, and the next time he sees him, you know, this... Oh, yeah, but when idea. is that going to oh, be, my, unfortunately? Oh, my God, I hadn't read it yet. Don... Without reading it on the air, of course, I'm curious for you to get your thoughts on the tone of the text. Now, maybe go on to another story while he's doing that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, fine. While Don's looking at that, we'll come right back to it. Here's Jason Tatum on the huge win for the Seas last night. Yeah, everybody was in... 
good spirits, right? Everybody was upbeat, just trying to take it one game at a time. You know, we tried to break it down. Of, uh, you know, we, we didn't play well those first three games. We didn't deserve the win. Um, but, you know, we didn't want that to define us, define the season. Um, and we still got a long uphill battle to go. But tonight was a good start. The nearly fired Joe Missoula. I think anytime you're in a do or die situation, it forces you to build an awareness and a perspective. And so it's always been there. And I think just a perspective of understanding just a week ago we had it. And so it's just fragile during these times. And so we just had to remind each other of that. And I thought the guys were very they were connected. Now, a good buddy, Jar from Oz, wants to know, because Peter said he is actually attending Game 5, and uh, he'll be doing the show from Boston. Now. It's almost become a tradition, unlike any other guys, that I leave at some point for one big NBA playoff game. And Jar wants to know, are you getting celebrity seats? Because you've spoken about that. What, celebrity seats, what does he mean by that? Feet on the floor. I do not know exactly where my feet will be, mm-hmm. but I am being given these tickets by the Boston Celtics. Okay. Yes. What if the Celtics said, you can have feet on the floor, but you have to dress up like our little uh, <laughs> leprechaun? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> You I wouldn't would, do that. You wouldn't I put would, on a little uniform. Now, cue, if, cue, Dave, uh, cue Rick DiPietro's text about me already being a leprechaun. <laughs> but uh, no, I would go ahead and pass. I don't need the feet on the floor for that. Okay. By the way, our very own Mike Greenberg, he's trying to... I feel like Greeny's kind of sucking the wind out of any thoughts I would have on the Celtics here. I was telling everyone that would listen to me, and mostly this was in airports and other places yesterday, that the Celtics were going to come back and win this series, or at least that they had a real chance to do it. And I will continue to use the talk tossing a coin analogy. Can the Celtics win four straight against Miami? It sounds unlikely. But in every game, they have a better than 50-50 chance of winning because they just are a better team. So taken each game unto itself, they should win every one of them. Now see, but there's some flaws in that. There definitely Why do are. they have a better than 50-50 chance? Why? Because they have the better team? But what's the better cohesion? Who's the better coach team? I don't say they have oh. a better than 50-50 chance in every game. Yeah. That's a little much. Well, they certainly do in game five. They're an eight-point favorite. So you can make the case that they've got a 75%, 80% well, chance they were, they were big favorites of winning in game that. one and two True. when they lost. No, granted. But what he's talking about, and again, the analogy with the coin flip is to get four straight heads in a coin flip it's, it, there's a 6% chance. But each individual chance is 50-50. Right. So if the Celtics just break it down game to game, it it, it looks less you say break it, You say break it down? Yeah. It's baseball. Let's break it down. It's, ba- it's breaking down baseball. Breaking down baseball. But, Don, yeah. do you believe that it's that simplistic of a flip of the coin? It's not that. Well, it, Coaching's evolved. You can't coach a coin to go head or tail. No, but the point he's trying to make is the percentages. But I don't think it's it's better. For him saying it's better than 50-50, he's wrong. Here's what's interesting, though, about it. It, Nothing is 50-50. And, of course, it's about coaching. And, by the way, there were parts during that game yesterday when, man, Don, I don't know if you noticed that the Celtics offensively just repeat the same thing a lot. They drive and dish every possession, basically. Which, albeit a good way to play basketball, probably isn't the only thing you should be doing. That's exactly what the Lakers do, too. But, yeah, that's, that's just a weak offense. Miami's offense seems so much more complex than that. But... The and part- Miami might lose Gabe Vincent. Remember, he limped off the court. Yeah, we didn't hear about Vincent yet. But what what is sort of 50-50, Michael, is, is whether or not your threes just go down on a given day. 
And yesterday, didn't it just seem like Miami's threes just did not go down? Uh, Don, you watched the game. Right at the beginning of the game, Al Horford, who's been dreadful, mm-hmm. knocking down threes. Late in the game, Marcus Smart, knocking down threes. All of a sudden, if threes go down and the other team's threes don't go down, it sort of right. almost is a toss of the a flip of the coin but whether or not that happens. What I, what I like about the Celtics is that there were times in that game where they could have quit like they did in game three. What were they, down nine after one, down six at the half, where they could feel like... It's down just, nine it, again in the third. It's just not going to happen here. But they, Wait, they, they got sh- down as many. What was the most they were down? Didn't it go up to as high as like 12 or 14 in the first it half? It might have. But they showed fight, which is something they didn't show in game three. So now they just seem to be more engaged. I, I hear where you're, Listen, I'm not predicting it to happen. I just, I'm getting a vibe. It's going to happen someday. It's never happened in the NBA. It's happened four times in the NHL. Um, it's happened once in, in MLB. So it's happened five times in best of seven series in the history of sports. It's going to happen uh, again. Uh, Peter, how much did TNT, though, play up the fact that A-Rod and Jeter were there? And they were on the team in 2004. I mean, how much? They, showed they them must a, have showed them constantly. They showed them a few times. They showed them much more than Brooks Kepka, who just won the PGA Championship. and was How about him? Dressed on a white-on-white full Nike outfit just days after so since he won the PGA Championship he's been to a Stanley uh, I'm sorry a conference finals Stanley Cup game yeah. and a conference finals NBA game well because he's got nothing to do I mean Liv is you know he, he doesn't put much effort into that and he's from there he's from South Florida he is he's so probably he, he a means Panther it. and Heat fan now, he's not a fan now I didn't get a chance to watch the game I saw highlights Peter were Alex and Derek sitting together no no I didn't get that oh. sense no. Alex was sitting with Anthony Edwards Oh, his guy, okay. His player in Minnesota. The guy from ER. No, 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 no. The player on the T-Wolves. Oh. Yeah, yeah, one of his players. Uh, Don, you've re- now read the text message that I sent. Yes. Did the tone inform you at all? The tone, I, I can't give you the body of it. But it's kind of like, hey guys, what do you think? It was fr- it, it, it was, was even, friendly. It was very it was friendly. even more tame and it, like, hey, just throwing this out there than I even thought, Michael. It wasn't like, oh, guys, I got the perfect antidote to your problems. Michael, you want to see the actual wording? You could send it to me, yeah. I'm just curious to get your, your take. Maybe you'll still think I'm a hack of doodle doo and it won't no, change your thoughts I, at all. I, I understand that you had no ill intent. But I do understand what they're thinking. Now, but real quick. So I just sent it to you, though. Does that tone sort of ease up your thoughts Let me see. on whether or not you'd be angry about it? Mm-hmm. Now, let's let's. It's cons- not terrible. Not terrible. It's better than terrible. Not terrible. It's fantastic. <laughs> Is it better than terrible or not? Have you guys followed anything uh, in this incredible story? from the PGA Championship over the weekend of Michael Block. He's talked about how amazing the fanfare is. Guys, this guy got a text message from Michael Jordan. Can you imagine that? Not only does he go on to get to play in another tournament, not only does he pair with Rory McIlroy, not only does he get a hole-in-one at the PGA Championship, but he also got a text from Michael Jordan. Well, Michael's a big golf guy. He would said appreciate it, that. He said it was something in the way what he saw is why he loves the game of golf so much. Pretty crazy. Um, back to the NBA momentarily. Let's hear from Rob Palinka 
about his plans for LeBron and the Lakers. I want to respect LeBron's time and space to process what he needs to process, but LeBron and AD as two pillars is to us an unmatched combination that we'll continue to lean into and build around, and we're proud of that combination of superstars and want to continue to invest in that and invest in advancing the growth we had this year into next season. He says he goes on to say that he supports LeBron in whatever he he does. Do you really? But do you, do you really? Do you really? Now we talked about the Monty Williams firing a few weeks ago, and Don didn't. What did I say right away? The hilarious part about these NBA firings are, it's just it's just a game of musical chairs. Doc Rivers and Nick Nurse are now among the finalists for the Sun Search. I got to tell you, I don't know how you bring back Doc. I'm sorry. Hey Doc, I don't think I want you to coach my team. Because he has won a championship, he he'll he'll get you close. But he does. He's got a history of just coming up short and blowing series leads, not being able to win game sevens. Hey Doc, can we get back to two thousand eight so you can coach again? But here's the rub because we're going through it with the Rangers, right? In hockey, like you, you're close. You believe you can win, and you didn't think Gerard Gallant can get you there. Can, can you really afford to go with a first timer? So you have to go with somebody with experience. So you almost have to go with somebody recycled. So that's who are the names? Mike Babcock, Peter Laviolette, Joel Quinville, if he's allowed back in the league. What are you supposed to do, Peter? Phoenix thinks they win a championship. So they take a chance on a college coach? Take a chance on an assistant that nobody's ever heard of before? I know, or do you go spot. with somebody that has at least been there? And you just hope that for some reason they give you something different than... They gave in their last situation. That will do it for ENN on this Wednesday evening. It's presented by D'Agostino Associates, the injury firm, almost 35 years, getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 888 Law 24, D'Agostino, bite back. And guys, for the next half hour, we are talking about everything you want to talk about. The resurgent New York Yankees and their big win last night over the Orioles. Mets, of course, lost last night, but playing great ball as well. Uh, the big Celtics win. The fact that I'm going to the game tomorrow, Don, to witness history as they go on to be the first NBA team to win 4-3. I'm saying it right now. Do so I believe it? for a part of it. See, that's why I have to go, though. That's why I can't back out. Because imagine not being a part of it when what you had the choice. What are you doing Saturday? You mean you want me to go to Miami? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you the flight's cheaper. By the way, has to be. Has to be. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.